This is the Psychic Scene with Jennifer Jean, and I'm Jennifer Jean. This is your bridge to higher consciousness. In this podcast, we will explore human intuition and other psychic phenomena while I satisfy my wanderlust. In each episode, I'll share my insights from a different perspective or location, depending on where my travels take me. Thank you for joining me on this adventure. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the gender of soul and how we identify in the spirit world. You will not want to miss this one. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, everyone. It's always so good to be back. And I'm in my little studio in the RV. Well, it's the bedroom, really, but uh, um, it has the best sound in the RV. So this is where I do my recording for the podcast. Anyway, I am in Michigan. Uh, We made it here. We took a month, the month of May, to get up here. And we had a very smooth uh, travel and really had a great time coming up here. The only thing is that it's cold here, (laughs) used to the warm weather in Florida. And it's in the 30s overnight with a frost warning. So this Florida girl ain't used to that. So anyway, I'm here and I'm ready to get started. And I'm going to be podcasting during the summer and hopefully doing some other things that you'll enjoy. So anyway... um, I'm going to give you a little update from my last podcast. I talked about the orchestra that I was in that was falling apart. I just wanted to give a little update if you care about it. If not, you can skip ahead. But um, anyway, it looks like the orchestra is going to be salvaged. And I'm going to go home this weekend to do a Memorial Day concert. So uh, I really, you know, I feel strongly about doing that and to honor those who have served. And it's also coincides with the one year anniversary of my brother's death on May 30th. So anyway, I just want to update you of what's going on in my life. And without further ado, I will get on with the podcast. So I'm going to talk about gender identity and the spirit. And this is such an important topic because, we, you know, as we identify on earth, as we walk through this lifetime, gender identity is very important. But as you get into the spiritual realm, it becomes less and less so. And I'm going to kind of explain why that is in this podcast. So I was in a yoga class the other day. And all of a sudden, I was thinking, actually, I wasn't even thinking about what I was going to do for my next podcast. But it came to me. So when things come out of the blue like that, that's usually a message from spirit. And you really do want to pay attention when you get those signs. I've probably talked about that before. But anyway, I was told to talk about gender identity. Not about sexuality or sexual preference. That's not what I'm talking about. Although it can be, there can be some crossover, but that's not really what I'm getting at today. So I am going to talk about that. And it's interesting because I thought, wow, this is something that nobody's really done. And then I was just um, perusing Rain Wilson's podcast. And he um, was Dwight on The Office, if you watch The Office. And he has this podcast now about spirituality. And um, he was, I don't know exactly what the title of the podcast was, but it had something to do with gender of spirit. I'm like, dang, I thought I was the one who came up with it. So if you're interested, I haven't listened to it yet, but I probably will after I'm done with this podcast so I don't steal anything from him. 
anyway, so um, gender is at what we are initially born with. If you are a human being, I don't know about extraterrestrials, but um, you know, gender, when we're on planet Earth and we're born into this planet, we're born with one gender or the other. Or I will say some people are born with both um, parts. And because I've worked in a children's hospital, I have been witness to that, that there, I don't know what it's called exactly, but somebody who's born with uh, both, both genders. So basically with a vagina and a penis. Anyway, um, so we're born with that. But how we express our gender through the lifetime can change. And the big question is, why is that? Why, if, you know, we're born into this body, why can't we just embrace it and, you know, accept what we have? And the reason being is that sometimes we have past life contracts that um, we are we were meant to um, come into this life being born one gender and then identify with another. We may have come into this life accepting challenges to raise awareness and the interaction that we have with other souls that we meet along the way. So, you know, it's in some ways it it's, seems, unf I wouldn't say unfair, but, you know, you don't want to be born into a gender that you're not comfortable with. But it's how you make the transition and then maybe how people react to it. That's why, because we're all here to learn lessons and these lessons figure into the life and, and everything we come into this life, you know, racially, gender, you know, belief system, all that figures in. So I would say for myself, I was born female, obviously, but what's interesting is a lot of the times I feel like a male. And it's not that I want to go by different pronouns or or change my gender, but I think there's a lot in me that is male. And I don't know if it's because I play a brass instrument and that's typically a male thing to do. And it's it's interesting, like the, the I have female friends, but I wouldn't say I have an overwhelming amount of female friends. Really, I have more gay male friends than anything else. So maybe I'm a gay male trapped in a in a woman's body. I don't know. But just for myself personally, I I really a lot of the time feel more male than female. And that can change day by day, but it's kind of how I identify. And I think the generation I was born in the 60s and I think that at this point in my life, I wouldn't go by different pronouns. I think it's something that's happening with with younger people or, or even with older people. But it's I think I honor the gender that I was born in. I do like being female, to be honest. I wouldn't want to be male. But I actually think I've lived more lives as a male than a female. So I'm not trying to get all political here and upset people you know, but I just want to say that's how I myself identify. So I think it's an important topic these days because there is more attention being given to it and hopefully more acceptance of those who don't identify with the gender they're given at birth. And also people who feel they're more fluid, that you can go in between genders. So that would be called non-binary, having the quality of both genders. And I totally 
think that's wonderful if that's the way you want to identify. And I think shows like RuPaul's Drag Race has brought this into awareness. And even though things are going on politically that are just horrible, I think at least that you can see it and identify it and appreciate it. I also noticed, I watched Eurovision this year too, and I noticed there was a lot more um, people who looked more gender fluid uh, or who were queer or that kind of thing. And I just thought it was great that they felt that was a safe stage. And anyway, so they're all, there are also people who are asexual who don't really feel inclined, you know, male or female. Um, not to be, not, again, not to be confused with sexual preference, more just that they don't feel they're one gender or the other. Also, there's transgender who, of course, people who are um, born one gender and identify with another and that they may actually go through gender reassignment um, so that they can be happier but it doesn't always mean that they do. I think it's a personal decision. Also, there's gender queer, which is going beyond what gender you were assigned at birth. So I'm not sure what that means. I had to look all this up just to make sure that I got it 100% correct. I didn't want to say anything that was inaccurate um, or I, you know, to offend anybody, but hopefully um, I, I got it right. <laughs> So the way we express ourselves in society it is really important. And throughout history, there have been indigenous groups, the shamans who, you know, they had whatever spirit come through them and they may, you know, somebody born male would be um, identify as both genders uh, in that tradition. There's also a, a new indigenous or new identity called the two-spirit identity and that would be both masculine and feminine and I what I understand is that happened in the 90s at some kind of a conference where they came up with that the two-spirit um, and that would be I would say more indigenous but I think it anybody could identify with that also there are threshold persons that can move between the barriers and that could also be related to shamans or the gatekeepers. So what they do is they transgress the margins to serve the greater good. So they can go into the spirit world, identify as both masculine and feminine and, and be a, a bridge to spirit. So I think that's why it's so important to know where this came from and and why it's kind of a big deal right now. So when we go from our lives and, you know, however we identify, then we go to the spiritual. And a lot of people ask me, is there gender in the afterlife? So when we pass away, do we stay female or male? And it really depends on who you ask. So my brother has come to me as I've talked about on these podcasts before, and he's come as a male. So, but it's funny before he died, he wanted to wear skirts because it was more, it was more comfortable. I thought that was kind of, it was funny and t definitely supported him when he did that. But anyway, when he comes to me in spirit, he comes as a male, but other religions and parts of society feel that, 
you will, when you come in as a female, you will stay a female in the afterlife, or if you come in as a male. But I wonder if it's kind of like a, a patriarchy speaking or, you know, controlling this, because this is, you know, I'm, I'm going here from the earthbound to the spirit bound. And is it, do we, do we create this because it fits our needs? I really think that gender, it fits into our earthly constructs, but it is also the illusion that is created to work through our soul's journey. So I don't feel when you go to the other side that you're going to be male or female. You can appear to others as male or female. But I think what happens is when we come here as a soul, we are all about polarity. We all have masculine and feminine traits. But we have to incarnate as either male or female, or like I said earlier, maybe both. Although we may want to return on this earth as maybe one gender over the other. So like I said in the beginning, I feel like maybe I've had more male incarnations. And that's even if you believe in reincarnation. That's another thing that figures in here. But some religions actually believe that you you stay male throughout all your or if they don't even believe in reincarnation, it doesn't matter. But they think when you die, you go back to being a male or a female, that that's what you were in your lifetime. So it is a really kind of a tricky subject. But once you get over to the other side, and once you are a soul and not a human being anymore, you are pure energy. And the soul strives for spiritual advancement through a balance. So we have to experience all facets of identity. And that includes race. You know, it includes what you look like, maybe some kind of a disability. And, you know, from what I understand that when we choose more difficult lifetimes, we advance, I wouldn't say quicker, but we do more work. We get more done. So it depends on how much you want to, you know, throw out there. So if you were born female and you feel like you're a male, then, then that, you know, it's not a convenient thing to do. And of course, it's something that you have to really think about before you do it. But on the other side, it is, it's just pure energy. So when we see spirits in the afterlife, or say as a medium, that I see spirits, they will come to me the way they were in their lifetime. But what actually happens when we die? So my big question is not just as the spirits, the ones that cycle in and out, but also spirit guides and angels and, and asking if they have gender. So I would say for spirit guides, they're more connected to gender since they are teachers who are incarnate at one time. So they've gone through a bajillion lifetimes in order to become the teachers they are. So they may come to us as male or female. Some spirit guides don't want to be identified as either or give a name or anything like that. They just come as a presence, you know, a different flavor, or maybe where they came from when they were, or, you know, the majority of the lifetimes. So I would say spirit guides are probably more connected to gender. Angels is something completely different because angels are created in the image of God 
So they're more or they're less about gender than they are about pure love. And like I said earlier, the soul is pure love. But angels, we may experience angels as masculine or feminine because of the, the earth's physical laws and the need to understand their connection and their function. So let's say you get in a car accident and some guy comes and helps you out in the road and then you look around, he's not there any longer. You see a male, but it could be a guardian angel. So he doesn't, he's not a man coming to help you. It's pure love and pure energy that's coming to help you. But you have to, in your earthly mind, you have to assign either masculine or feminine traits. What is interesting too, is I've been doing a lot of reading on this. It seems like there's more male than female angels. So again, it's something we've created here on earth to give meaning, but they are here to guide us and to assist us in our earthly condition, no matter how they are engendered. So just remember that when you think about angels, they're really not male or female, but they can come to us as male or female. And of course the archangels have masculine and feminine names. And maybe it's just like Archangel Michael really comes through as a male because he's you know all about being strong and he looks like a bodybuilder and that kind of thing. So that's how we identify it. But again, angels are not engendered. Also, there's God. We look at God as a male. And again, that might just be the way we understand it. But God really is about the yin and the yang, the um, the feminine and the masculine. So in the beginning, you know, God created the heavens and the earth. Everything was one. And as the collective soul evolved and the descent to physical reality happen, it was expressed in duality. So the story of Adam and Eve, he had to have the balance of two and the right and the wrong and all that stuff so that we could understand, you know, morality and making babies and all that stuff. So that's how we propagate as humans. We have to breed. So, um, so that's why God created, well, whoever God is created the masculine and the feminine. Anyway, I hope I didn't confuse you more. I don't know if I'm confused by everything here. But no matter how you identify, just know that your journey is unique. And know that in my community, in the psychic scene with Jennifer Jean, you are loved and accepted exactly for who you are. And I cannot stress that enough. Anyway, have a great rest of the month. I will be back in June. And just know that um, the message circles we have are on hold until October. I'm not going to be able to do that because I don't have great Wi-Fi connection. But um, anyway, I just want to wish you all the best and have a great uh, beginning of your summer. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. If you want to explore these topics further with a reading or coaching, please visit my website, readingsbyjenniferjean.com, or send me a line at readingsbyjenniferjean at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your day.